When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And that is that. The New York Knicks, the eighth-seeded New York Knicks, are one game away from the NBA Finals. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brooklyn. Go Brooklyn. There's a chance I'll be in Brooklyn next weekend or whenever weekend it is for a WWE event taking the kids. Should be fun. Smackdown. They're crazy. Gotta keep them off each other now. The, the little guy had surgery, so we gotta try and keep them separated. Hey, hey, yeah, good luck with that. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah, that's right. We tried. Good morning. Good morning. It is good morning. It is four o'clock. Nothing to do to save his life. Call his wife in. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Colton. You're a good young man. 877-337-6666. We've talked about it all. We've done the football. We've done the baseball. Juan Soto, get him here. Aaron Rodgers, get him here. He doesn't matter if the if the Jets are worthy of it or not, apparently. But we all know what's going on with the Jets. Thankfully, the last time we spoke, they were deciding what to do with the quarterback position. Finally, thank God, they decided to go to Tim Boyle. It's just a disaster. The, the plan failed at such a high level, it's ridiculous where this team is. And you heard Aaron Rodgers talking about uh, his injury and where he is rehabbing as well as uh, the idea of it was supposed to be him after all. He feels bad for Zach. It was supposed to be him. Hey, it was supposed to be his show. And that all went to crap after four plays. And yet they told this kid the entire offseason, they told this kid all the training camp, hey, don't worry. Relax. You're done. Kick your feet up. You're going to learn. We're going to teach you. You're going to have a crash course on how to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's an accredited course. Six, it's it's 18 weeks. You get a little diploma and a degree. You get to hang it on the wall. Aaron Rodgers, school quarterback. It's going to be great. Don't worry about it. And that's why he probably showed some improvement. That's why they were positive about him at training camp and positive about him during, during uh, preseason because he had no worries about trying to figure this thing out. And you watch him now, honestly, I feel like he's a man finally relieved to not have to worry about this. That's where they are. That's the quarterback they allowed to play the position they put that young man in. Like it, it's it's both he's awful and the fact that they allowed him to do this and they com- complete malfeasance to this organization to put him in that position and not have him where he is now, the third string quarterback. You want to teach him? You want him to learn under Aaron Rodgers? Put him in the third string so you don't have to worry about if anything goes wrong. You had to bring in a capable a uh, capable backup. Everyone was talking about the offensive line. The offensive line's not good enough for a 38-year-old quarterback. The offensive line, the offensive line. Now, he ended up getting hurt. I don't think it was because of the offensive line. They they ran a chop block, and it was just a weird sack, and he popped his uh, Achilles. But you had to, more importantly than that, you had to have someone who could step in in case he got hurt. It could have been a, a wrist. It could have been a shoulder. It could have been a hamstring. It could have been a calf muscle. It didn't have to be 
what we thought at the time was a season and an injury. It could have been something just for a few weeks. You had to have a capable backup, and yet they didn't. And then even when Rodgers went down, they did nothing. All these other teams, the, the Rams did something. Obviously, the minute Cousins goes down, and they were you know just starting to get hot, but they weren't exactly you know in major playoff contention. They just got back to like around 500. They, what do they do? Immediately go get uh, Joshua Dobbs. Like everybody else around them, the minute you lose a quarterback making moves, not these guys, not Joe Douglas, not Robert Sala, but doesn't matter because they never got the plan off the ground. The plan is still intact. The plan is trying to come back for the end of December. None of it matters. They're not firing the coach. They're not firing this offensive coordinator. Nothing changes until they know the plan won't work. And I think that's probably why you hear Evan talking about playing him no matter what this year to find out if he can stay healthy because he wants to know whether or not the plan will work. But you got to wait because there's no reason to play him if the team is in contention. It makes absolutely no sense. Bring him, bring him back, rush him back, risk further injury. To play him, what, just just to see if he can run around and stay healthy? See if this surgery works? See if he pulled off the miracle? See if he can, you know, go to the Guinness World Book of Records and say, I returned faster from an Achilles injury than any other person. He can hang that on his wall while we're hanging things up on the wall. I mean, it's just stupid. But nobody's going anywhere. Salah, you know, people, a lot of the talk, hey, he's going down with, with Wilson. He'll always be remembered as the guy who backed up Wilson. This is a... You know, that, that Wilson stink is going to be on him. I don't I don't think so. He's pleading the fifth. You know why? Because he's 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 defending other people's actions. We all know it. He, he would have moved on from Wilson weeks ago. He's doing someone else's bidding. And the offensive coordinator, as miserable as it's been, as ugly as this offense has been, as unimaginative as the run game has been, and everything else... And the poor play of the quarterback to every bit of this. He's not going anywhere because he never got to live out the plan. And Aaron Rodgers said it in his weekly you know, interview on Pat McAfee. This, this was not the plan. And until they know the plan, and he moved money around, he's going to be here for another year, maybe two. He also said that in the Pat McAfee show, that he's gotten a glimpse of retirement. It ain't for him now. You know, now that man, so much change in the dark, it's unbelievable. I was raised in the dark. Aaron Rodgers changed everything. Now he's not anywhere near a time. He's going to play. He's got a couple good years left. They're not firing anyone. This is the same group going to run it back next year. Because the plan never got off the ground. And the plan is Aaron Rodgers with this team, plain and simple. They're going to go out and trade. They're going to go out and try, try to trade for Devontae Adams. They're going to, they're going to bolster this plan. They're not going anywhere. Douglas is going nowhere. Salah's going nowhere. Hackett's going nowhere. Not while Aaron Rodgers is still running the franchise from California. There's no doubt about it. 877-337-6666. Duke and Edison. What's up, Duke? Hey, Chris, I miss you. How are you? Oh, good, buddy. You know, I was just thinking about that all day yesterday. I was like, I haven't spoken <laughs> to my guy, Duke, in at least three or four oh, days. Oh, man, thank you. Like thank that. you for calling. All right. Hey, Thanksgiving you were talking about. How about ravioli I certainly was. on Thanksgiving? Huh? How about ravioli? On Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I think there was a time. I don't, I don't know if we do it anymore. There was a time we had a, a lasagna portion of the program before the yeah. turkey. 
Uh, certainly, yeah. certainly, um, when my grandfather was still alive, I believe that was, we used to either, it was either stuffed shells, I think it was like stuffed shells every once in a while, it was lasagna yeah, every once in a while, yeah. there was a pasta meal, uh, yeah. before the turkey, so yeah. I think that's fine, honestly, I don't care, the yeah. turkey is you're just Italian, so, you're Italian and Irish like me, I am, yeah. I'm Italian and Irish, mainly Italian, yeah, yeah, hey Chris, I clearly would be done with turkey, I, anyone suggested, <laughs> I'm open to it, I don't care. I really don't care. Right. It could be anything. Okay. Did Tim Boyle back up Rodgers in Green Bay? Yeah. Oh, okay. I he just did. want to make sure on that. So, yeah. And that's the other thing. Now, I mean, I don't think they're moving on from this coach, but Hackett at least has to show something here with this quarterback, this quarterback that knows his system, this quarterback who can throw the football. Like, it's one thing to go out there and go, you know, Zach Wilson's making this impossible. I don't know what yeah. Boyle is. I don't expect Boyle to go out there and throw for five five touchdown passes. But oh, a couple no. things. Every other quarterback that has played mm-hmm. quarterback for the Jets under the Zach Wilson era has done it better than Zach Wilson. Every oh, single yeah. one. Yeah. So now you got to have that added element. Game. You going to a game on Friday? Yeah, and I'm I'm glad I'm going to see a different quarterback, you know? Yeah, you ain't kidding. I, 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 listen, Dookie, I, I get you. I get you. And I think the whole team. I, I I think you're going to get a boost from the from the entire roster. I really do. I would not be surprised. This this Miami Dolphin team. They do not when it, when they go up against good defenses. They have not been this prolific offense. They they score seventy against the Broncos before the Broncos really found themselves, as they've worked their way back into the playoff picture. But they do that to the Broncos. They can fall fourteen points behind to the Panthers and then run past them as if they were standing still. They can put up a million points against the Giants, no problem. But when they play Buffalo, what happens? When they go to Germany to play Kansas City, what happens? When they play Philadelphia, what happens? And now, even last week, they should have they should have creamed the Raiders. If you watch that game, there was no reason they shouldn't have won that game forty one to ten. Like they just absolutely kept turning the ball over, making mistakes, allowed a deep pass to Devontae Adams. I don't love this Dolphin team. I think they're explosive, no doubt. But you've got um, Hill with a hand injury. I don't know how severe it is. I'm sure he'll play. But I still, when they play a good defense, they're not the same. And I do think the Jets' defense, despite having its worst performance of the of the year last week against Buffalo, I think it's a legit defense. And honestly, I think I know Mike White probably had a little bit more of the 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 team's ear and, and affection than maybe Boyle does, but. So I, I don't know if they'll be wearing shirts or throwing parties the way they did when Mike White took over, but I, I don't think there's any way that the team isn't, you know, buoyed by the idea and, and just and, and just re- rejuvenated by the idea Zach's not the quarterback. I think it's going to help the whole team. I think last week you saw this defense, you know, finally just give up on, on some level, not completely give up. But that defense, they had this they had this players only meeting, right? They're trying to figure this out. They know how bad the offense is compared to the defense. Defense has been saying all oh, the defense, well, we gotta score, we gotta do this. The defense has been trying to do its part. Ultimately, it's been very good for them. It's won a bunch of games for them. It won the Philadelphia game. It's pretty much won every game they've won. They go out there and the opening kickoff is fumbled. They hold them to three points. The offense gets the ball back. They get the benefit of a 15-yard penalty and still do nothing. It's demoralizing. At some point, it's just demoralizing. And it shouldn't be for a a professional outfit. It shouldn't be for a group of professional athletes. 
who should be out there, you know, playing for uh, a pretty nice paycheck and their teammates and the city and all that. But at some point, like you, you just you can't you can't pull that rope forever, man. You just can't. So I'm wondering that against this Dolphins team, that amazingly enough, amazingly enough, I'm still stupid enough to kind of think that there's a chance. All I'm looking to do is get to now December 24th with the idea of having a season. They don't have to be in the postseason. They just have to not be dead so that we can see Aaron Rodgers because I want to see it desperately. I think it's foolish to do it without being alive. And that's more than just mathematically alive, like legitimately with a chance. Like they have to win this game against the Dolphins. And I think they can. I know I'm crazy. I think they can. I really do. I don't trust this Dolphins team against any kind of good defense. I don't. I think they can stay close in this game and anything can happen. But I do agree that while I don't expect Hackett to get fired because anytime the situation is even broached to Rodgers, hey, I won two MVPs. Hey, I won two MVPs. That's why he was brought here. He didn't get he wasn't brought here to coach Zach Wilson. And it's an indictment on him. He could never figure it out at all, but at the same time, it's not the plan. But now he's got a kid he knows the system. Now he's got a kid he's been coaching with for years. Now he's got a kid that is expected to step in and do kind of what he did his first series quick. Get the ball out quick. Make quick decisions. Understand where to go. Move the protection around. Call plays at the line of scrimmage. Call audibles that set you up into the right kind of plays. Get rid of the ball, especially with this offensive line. Get rid of the ball. Make quick decisions. Know the offense. This kid should be doing this. And if Hackett hasn't been privately talking to Boyle about how to run this offense and privately working with him, shame on him, because we all knew this day was coming. Eventually this day was coming. And while I don't expect him to get fired until Aaron Rodgers plays for this team, I do expect a tick up in the offense with a quarterback that knows the system. Matt and Waterbury. What's up, Matt? Hey, how's it going, Chris? Morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey. Things well? Not too bad. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Good. Just, uh, just got up, get ready for work, and then I hit WFAN, and I hear turkey. I'm like, oh, already we're That's here. right. <laughs> well, listen, it's already. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. What do you mean already? That's, it's not like I brought this no. up three weeks ago. No, but the thing, no, but I'm, no, already, but more turkey, because I have it all year round. It's nothing special. Like, you know. You I'm have turkey to, uh, all year round? Well, no, no, like you know, like sandwiches and you know. Well, like yeah, no, that's well, cuts. that's different. When's the last time you When's the last time you had a turkey the way you have it on Thanksgiving? Once in a while, I like those. Uh, I, I think it's a uh, Boston Marker, so they come up with that that turkey sandwich with the stuffing and the cranberry. The turkey carver sandwich. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. If I'm I, sure I don't mind that in July. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure it is. Cold. And there's a there's a place by me that does uh, uh, Thanksgiving egg rolls. Where it's like turkey stuffing, cranberry sauce inside an egg roll. That's not what I'm, t- yeah, I'm talking about. Roast turkey. Here. When's the last time you oh. put a turkey in the oven and let it cook for four or five hours and basted it in between and did all Oof. that stuff? When's the last time? Thanksgiving. Yeah, th- no, Thanksgiving. That's when turkey is yeah. made. That's it. It's it's a yeah. That's it. It's not my only day. point right. with Thanksgiving is it's right. But you the know, holiday. Like you, I'm, I'm I'm Irish and Italian too. And okay. You know, you know, it's always the, the baked manigot. Yeah. Know, yeah. The better yeah. part of the meal. The best yeah, part, absolutely. Here's the thing. Absolutely. Here's my absolutely. only problem. If it was just the dinner of a holiday, that's fine. The holiday yeah. is built around the meal. That's right. that is the ho- I know it's about being thankful. I get it. 
There are other there, there's the there's the parade and Santa Claus at the end. But really, only on TV. It's only about on TV. it's tur- it's Turkey Day. Like it's about right. the meal. Right. And the meal yeah, is the meal is not anywhere near worthy of having an entire holiday based around it. It's just not. No, no, it's it not at all. I like yeah, I like watching a big thing floating around, you know, on the Fifth Avenue, though, you know, on a windy day. I know, yeah, I listen, I, yeah, I'm all, it's, it's amazing. I'm, I'm all about the parade. I'm all about the parade. I'm a, I'm all about waking up early, putting a fire on, watching the parade, having a cup of coffee. Like I said, maybe a little. Uh, Frangelico in it, or a little. Uh, if I'm really feeling frisky, make myself a little Irish coffee, with a little uh, Irish whiskey in it, maybe some Bailey's, a little Anazette, you know. But no, I, I I love the everything else. The meal, uh, turkey is just bland. I'm sorry, it's just blah. And again, anything you have to smother gravy in is not that good. Now I know I'll say lobster tails, and you smother that in butter. Yeah, that's right. You smother that bad boy in butter. As much melted butter as you can get. Because I was talking about Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve dinner is so much better. The seven fishes. It's so, the scallops. The clams. The lobster tail. The shrimp cocktail. The bacala salad. All of it. Way better. Just so much better. So much better. Thanksgiving is such a bore. It's mashed potatoes and turkey. And like I said, when's the last time like you were in a... like. Honey, I, I I love you so much. Thank you for the, these wonderful ten years. Let's go out and really celebrate. Let's hit the town. Let's go get some turkey. Like, let's go to a steakhouse. Let's go to a fancy restaurant. Let's go to the. You know, nobody orders the turkey. I'm more likely to get a Cornish game hen out in a fancy night, spatchcock uh, chicken, than I am to get turkey. Nobody gets turkey. It's for the birds. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. McMonagle here with you. We'll come back. Take your phone calls for the rest of the show on the Jets, on DeVito and the Giants, on Soto in the offseason, on the battle between the Mets and the Yankees on Yamamoto, who was posted Monday morning. Let's get it. Let's go get after it before we have our turkey day. McMonagle here with you for another 40 minutes or so right here on The Fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. New England has no timeouts remaining. 23 seconds to play, and the Jets are going officially now to the AFC Championship game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, we've talked enough turkey. We've certainly eaten enough over the years, that's for sure. Save a turkey. That was one of the best episodes of uh, West Wing when they had the uh, the pardoning of the turkey. It's uh, always a weird custom. Anyway, there is some football to be played. Let's go over the games real quick. Why not? You want to go over the games real quick? You want to go over it? Let's go. You want to do it? You want to do it? Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. Obviously, the Jets on Friday against the Dolphins are nine-and-a-half-point underdogs. But we start today with the Packers and the Lions. The Lions minus seven-and-a-half at home. I told you before, just the blanket feel. Like, if you talk to gamblers around Thanksgiving, this has been the feel. If you look at the numbers, it's crazy. It's like 80% favorites besides the Cowboys. The cliched thing about Thanksgiving has been 
take the favorite, fade the Cowboys. The only the only big favorite you don't take is the Cowboys. So I'm going to go with it. I'll take the Lions minus seven and a half over Green Bay. Green Bay coming off a, a, a win against you know, the Chargers, it's, who are just amazing. <laughs> Amazingly losing these games with this terrible head coach, despite the fact the offensive weapons they have in the quarterback. but uh, And the couple of guys they can get after the quarterback with on their own defense, but still amazing. But the Lions are just, you know, coming off a bad performance against Chicago where they had to have this miracle end of the game to get back into it. And almost damn near covered with what was going to be uh, a sack strip fumble for a touchdown if, if the lineman didn't kick it out of the end zone for the safety. But that was a wacky last four minutes. But they didn't play well. They didn't play well. Goff did not play well. He turned the ball over. I expect them on Thanksgiving Day with this coach looking to make a statement while the whole world's watching against the lousy Packer team. Give me the Lions minus 7.5. Uh, again, Washington-Dallas. Washington has played every other team in the division fairly well, including especially Philadelphia, other than the Giants, amazingly enough. But, you know, Dallas has been on a run here, a couple of big blowout victories. I just think this is a, you know, if you look at the numbers, Dak is like seven and uh, one and six uh, against the spread in in um, on Thanksgiving. He's not played well on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys do not play well on Thanksgiving. They very rarely cover this game. Uh, I think Washington is going to throw the football. Obviously, with Sam Howell, they throw the football. They'll figure out a way to score points. Uh, this game will be close. I think ten and a half is just a, a ton of points. I know Washington just got blown out by the Giants, but this is the kind of spot on Thanksgiving. Dallas traditionally doesn't play well, and I think a division game, I'll take 10.5. I'm getting the 10.5. I'll take the, the hook. Give me the Commanders plus 10.5, and, and then the 49ers again. When the 49ers are playing their best, which they have the last two weeks, they're as good a team as there is in football. I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that. Uh, something was up with, with Purdy for a couple of weeks there, but they've come out of the bye playing well. And, you know, Seattle's a little bit banged up. Geno's going to play, but he's dealing with a little bit of an injury. Uh, I just, I love the 49ers. I think when they're playing their best football, it's it's as, I think they're better than Philadelphia. I, I really do. I think when they're at their best, they're the best team in the NFC, despite some losses, despite a losing streak, and despite the quarterback kind of not playing well for a bit. I think they're a better team. And again, I'm going to go with tradition here. Take the big favorites, fade the Cowboys. So that's what I'll do. And what I'll probably end up doing is to have a little fun. Hopefully it lasts through the first game. I'll probably tease. I'll probably put a teaser on these three games and, and, and tease at the Lions down to one and a half, tease Washington up to 16 and a half, and tease the Niners down to one. That's probably what I'll do. Instead of I'll probably have a nice Thanksgiving little teaser. And hopefully it works. Hopefully I'll be eating my turkey, you know, chewing on that dry turkey that I had to smother in cranberry sauce and gravy just to get it down my gullet. But hey, isn't it great? And that's not to knock the way my turkeys are made, okay? Everyone says that. Oh, it's because you haven't had the turkey the right way. I've had it every which way. My father's my father-in-law is a chef. I've had it deep fried. I've had it every possible way you could have it. Sometimes they come out better than others. Sometimes it's pretty good. Even if it comes out good, it's turkey. It's turkey. I don't know how the turkey salad the next couple days is so much better. Give me a nice turkey salad sandwich. Much better. Turkey salad and Ritz crackers, even better. Robbie in Lake Success. What's up, Robbie? First of all, have yourself a, a wonderful family holiday. Thank and you, I you too. I have to start off saying this is the most overrated 
holiday that I, I can listen. It, it, to me, it's just a, an overrated holiday. I can't stand turkey. I, 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 I never really eat it. I can't believe. Listen, I thought I'd be getting so much pushback. No, Everyone I'll agrees. This something. is great. Uh, Chris, you never met me. I'm 5'9", five, 5'10", five, 138 pounds. Right. How much eating can I do? I, I don't eat. I mean, I have a little piece of turkey, a little, a little of this, and and that's it. I don't waste my. I don't sit down and eat. It, it, it's a made-up holiday. How does the native? Oh. Look, I love history. I'm not a big sport for a guy who calls a sports station. I'm on the 14th hole of life. That's how I look at it. I mean, okay. I've seen so much, and mm-hmm. you know, sports to me now in my life. Yes, I love my Giants. I. But it's entertainment. It, it, it's I, I don't enjoy. I like the playoffs. I like getting excited when it comes to that time of the year. But this, your entertainment, your entertaining. The, the, the station, whatever's, it's entertaining when I when I feel up to listening. But as far as the Native American, let's talk history for a second. This great holiday. How do you think they feel when we were kids? The pilgrims and and the Indians showed up and and they had a big feast. Mm-hmm. That, that never happened. I mean, how do you was, think they was, feel you about there? this holiday? The, the Native American Indian. I mean, they they love they love the battle with Costa. That they like. Well, but, yeah. Well, but, I mean, listen. We don't we don't have to break down the holiday, Robbie. All right, I'm talking turkey here. Okay, but we don't we don't have to get into the. Uh, I, we don't have to get into everything about the holiday. It's Thanksgiving. It's an opportunity to be thankful. Okay, and we're thankful for so much. We're we're a lot. You know, so many of us here are blessed. So you just take, you know, and some of us are far less fortunate. That's why we had Hungerthon yesterday, trying to help, you know, feed so many in this country that go hungry. And if you want any of the packages, if uh, maybe I'll see you around. Uh, I'll try and stay, uh, you know, figure out a day where you guys are all here. Maybe I'll, I'll pop in and say hello. I know that makes you very happy, very excited. Not only do you get to hang out with Boomer and Geo, but I'll hang around to say hi. <sighs> Make your day. Whatever package. And by the way, let me tell you something right now, Okay. I don't want to say this. I don't want to put him in a bad spot, but if you, if you picked the package to go hang out with Evan, you know, annoy him, pester him. All right, he's very easily just enthralled in all his nonsense. Keep the conversation going. Dwight in Asbury Park. What's up, Dwight? Oh yeah, uh, you were talking about um, Tom Brady earlier. Uh, Nobody benefited more from these rule changes than he did. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you couldn't even look at him when he was playing. When That's he a good was point. Playing up in England. That is a good point. And, and Bay. Yeah, I know the idea that he, well, in his day, it was all you know. And they had pretty much after he went down with the knee injury when when they went low on him, then that became pat rough in the past when you went low on a quarterback. So you're right, he definitely benefited from it, no doubt. And listen, I just think it's an easy thing. And I know he was probably, you know, he's he's asked a direct question. And we could see the NFL, the quality of the NFL, you know, at times, the quarterback position, we're not seeing a lot of great quarterback play. That's fair. We've, you know, for the most part. Um, And I don't agree with his comments about coaching. I think the NFL is different. I don't know how much, you know, coaching is better or worse. It comes and goes. Maybe this year in particular there's bad coaching jobs being done, but... Like, I, I, there's bad coaching jobs every year of Tom Brady's tenure. Just look at the Jets. They haven't had a good coach in forever. Every year of Tom, just look across town. When was the last time, you know, the, the Buffalo Bills and the Jets both had a good coach at the same time? So, yeah, I mean, I'm like, you know, I, I don't know about that. But it's easy It's easy to just have that conversation about things were better. Like, everyone buys into that. Like, let's be honest, about this, uh, all sports. 
It's always it, it it was always better back then. Like everything we talk about, it was better back then. Basketball, oh, the '90s basketball was so much better than it is today. Baseball oh, was so much more fast paced. Hell, we need to instill rules to make it more like the game used to be back then. Baseball was so much better when we would bunt and play small ball, and everything wasn't reliant on the home run. Oh my God, baseball was so much better. Now it's a joke. And same thing, football was. Everything was better. Every everybody thinks it used to be better. Everybody. Eddie and Rockman, what's up, Eddie? Hey, Mac, what's happening, man? You like the Thanksgiving Grinch, man. He made me throw my bird in the garbage. No, well, don't do that. Listen, I love the holiday. I like every different other aspect of it. The meal's overrated. Sorry, just this. You got You got that other guy all wound up. He's questioning the history of Thanksgiving, <laughs> I man. I know. <laughs> I know. He's questioning I'm, the first Thanksgiving. I'm not Daniel Jones. You said you wanted a quarterback if they can get him and stuff like that. But how do you, if they can't? How do you want them to handle Jones? You want them to see the field? You want them to trade before the trade? Well, what do you mean they you can't? Them... They can't get a quarterback they, if, they, if they play they, themselves like out said, of getting a quarterback. 10, they're at, they're at ten or eleven, and there's nothing available. What do you plan on doing with Jones? Uh, do you want him to see the field, or you want? Well, he's going to be he's going to be on the team next year anyway. Um... It's a tough question because I'm hoping I'm hoping that's you, not the case where they're out of it. But yeah, you, you, you he plays him, he plays uh, next uh, year. Him... Well, you see, listen if they're if they're picking that way, that means Devito's won some games and played well, right? So if Devito's played well, then he's the backup, and maybe I'm grooming him if I really feel that well about if I feel that good about it. If they have another losing season, I'm drafting a quarterback. Then, like I'm open to anything. I I, I it's tough for me. He's under contract. If he comes back healthy and plays well and they didn't draft a quarterback, I'm open to Daniel Jones still being here, but I just don't see it. I just, I mean, how many – he's two out of the last three years now have ended with season-ending injury that needed surgery. Like, how many how many years can you go on like this? The the, the way the, the contract is structured against the cap, he's going to be here next year. It could be starting. It could be backing up. He's going to be on the roster. We know that. I'm I'm hoping it's – I think the best case scenario is draft the, the young quarterback, and if Daniel Jones is healthy to start the year, that's the other question. When Daniel Jones is going to be healthy, is he going to be ready to go week one? If he is, then in my opinion, I would try the Kansas City model. I would give that a try. That's what I would. Best case scenario for me is they draft the young quarterback at the top of the draft. Daniel Jones comes and starts. This kid backs up and watches, and maybe it's the whole season if they're winning. Maybe it's halfway through the year. Uh, a la um, Eli Manning, something like that. That would be best case scenario for me. But I'm I no longer, as of right now today. I guess things are subject to change, but for me, as of right now today, I no longer look at Daniel Jones as the future of this team. He might be the immediate future next year, but he is not the guy. He's not going to play out that contract. He's not the franchise quarterback for the next ten years. I no longer consider Daniel Jones the future of the New York Giants. I'm hoping that they draft the future of the New York Giants come April, but even if they don't, I still don't envision, considering the poor play, considering the losses, considering the injury issues, I still don't consider Daniel Jones the future of the franchise. Howard and Forrest Hills, what's up, Howard? Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm doing very well, Howard. Uh, as far as Laurel and Hardy goes, yes. uh, I recommend one of their films called Sons of the Desert. And this one, they make fun of the Masons and Elks, and it's very funny. 
And by coincidence, in France, they have a poster from that movie on the wall. In the oh, apartment. do they really? Yeah. How yeah. about that? No, I didn't know that. Didn't know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But and uh, there's uh, some of their shorts are very funny. They have one that takes place in Switzerland. And they're carrying a piano to the top of an Alp, and that's pretty funny. Moral um, and Hardy, very funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. As far as uh, poultry goes. As far as poultry goes, please yeah. tell us. Yep. Fair or foul? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the weather, right? Foul weather. Uh, my sister decided one year for Thanksgiving to make Cornish hens. Uh, yeah, big, big Cornish mistake. game hen. No, that no, they're they're tasty, but they don't have enough meat on it. So no, well, yeah, problems. I mean, well, it's an individual thing. You don't make just one Cornish game hen. Sure, yeah, I mean, you know, it's in that Cornish game hen. You, you get a you get half a bird, you get half the hen or something. Come on, come on now. Enough with turkey, that's all. It's enough with turkey. 877-337-6666. All right, when we get back, it's rapid fire time. Anything you want to talk about. Yankees and Zach Britton attacking the shield. I didn't even get to that. I got five hours. I forgot to kill Zach Britton for attacking the shield. Forget you, Zach Britton. You come over here, you're part of the problem, and then you point fingers and say, oh, they're not what they used to be. Cut it out. They're not what they used to be. No, they don't win championships four out of five years. They went through a lull before this where they weren't what they used to be in 19. I'm so tired of this. Oh, the Yankees aren't what they used to be. Who is? Patriots aren't what they used to be. The Giants and Jets, well, the Jets are what they used to be. 877-337-6666. All right, rapid fire when we get back. McMonagle here with you in the overnights. Taking to this 5 a.m. warm-up show on this Wednesday morning, the day before Thanksgiving. I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. But let's get through some rapid phone calls before we get to it, right here on the fan, 877-337-6666. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning calling signals, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, first is wide open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go, and the Giants regain the lead! Manning the first! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Bump, bump, bump. Man, that's right. Zach, Zach Britton. I'm not mad at you. You had a good career, but I mean, come on now. Again, back to everything was better. Everything used to be better. Guys would come in there and, oh, we'd be so intimidated. Had miserable teams. That's why. The Yankees were better. We know that. Some sort of mystique and ore is missing now. No, good players are missing. It's quite simple. When did when did they require? Where was the mystique and ore in the eighties? Hmm? Were people intimidated to go to the Bronx in the eighties? Go play Dave Winfield, Ricky Henderson, and Don Mattingly. Seems like a pretty good team. Didn't do a lot of winning. Not at least making the playoffs. I know they won games. When And then, you know, oh, they got intimidated again when they won four championships in five years. Oh, that's right. Amazing how that works. Pat in the Bronx, let's get through these phone calls rapid fire style. What's up, Pat? Are you rushing me, Chris? <laughs> I, I hate to rush you, Pat, but you, no you called in rapid fire time. I apologize. Let's talk, let's talk turkey. Okay. Uh, the last time I called you about Zach was before the Eagles game, and wasn't I beaming with pride? Yes, and they I'm sure the you were. Giants. Now, who's to blame for not seeing this in advance? Um, everyone. Joe Douglas, namely, I suppose. It's his job to build the team, but everyone. 
I mean, and, it, and I, it's not hard to see. We all saw it. It's not hard to see coming. I don't know why they were being stubborn. I, I refuse to believe they didn't see it. How For some reason, the they were being Giants stubborn. Not see this, Chris. How I don't could know. you watch that Jets Giants game and not see this? And that's like at the eleventh hour. Now we're in the twenty sixth hour. Go, was, Mr. Irish. Go it, Jets. It was, and you got it. But it was almost like they. You heard. Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee talk about the plan. This was not the plan. Play that clip one more time about Aaron Rodgers talking about the plan, and it was supposed to be his show. See if we can get that clip again. This is Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show talking about the Jets' plan and why's and and now with the news of Zach Wilson being benched. This was obviously not the way any of us thought this was going to go down. It was going to be me and my show, and and Zach getting to learn and watch it firsthand and not have the pressure to get to go out there and play. Me and my show. And Zach was not going to have the pressure to go play. That was the plan. Now, having Zach as the backup to that plan makes absolutely no freaking sense. He should have been the the third man on the roster and learning. But it was almost as if they had the plan. And once the plan went down four four snaps in, they said, all right, we'll just wing this thing. Whatever. Listen, we got Zach, right? He's our second overall pick. This will finally be the he'll either rise to the occasion or he'll be what we what he's been, and we can finally be done with him. But I mean, we're gonna be screwed either way. It was almost like, hey, our plan is Aaron Rodgers. If that plan doesn't work, we're screwed. So why bother trying to fix it? Like we I we we're not gonna plan to try and fix screwed. So we'll see what happens. We'll play Zach. I'm not gonna waste any more draft picks or try and do anything to improve the quarterback p- position. It's it's Aaron Rodgers a bust. He'll be back next year. We still have another two cracks at it, hopefully. What are you going to do? Bad luck. Get him next year. Maybe Zach rises to the occasion. We'll see. Like, that's pretty much how they treated this thing. And it's a joke and a, a disservice to the, the rest of the team, who obviously has a problem with it, and the fans. And probably the head coach, although I think he's safe because I think there's an understanding of that mindset. Hey, we went out and got Aaron Rodgers. He couldn't play. We'll try again next year. Don't worry, coach. Just go out there and beat the drum for Zach Wilson. No big deal. You're not going anywhere, I promise you. Rodgers loves you. Rodgers loves the offensive coordinator. Rodgers loves the team. That's why he came here. So we'll just restart this thing in a year. Don't worry about it. That's how they treated it. When anything can happen. Next year, there's no guarantee this roster is as good, this defense is as good. Anything can happen. They should have treated this year with more urgency, and they didn't. Mike in Staten Island. What's up, Mike? Yeah, how you doing, C-Mac? First of all, uh, happy happy gobble-gobble day to you and yours. There. Happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. Thank thank you, and to Speaking of birds, you might want to try cooking your bird with the breast down instead of on the top of the oven there. Uh, it might come on a little bit juicy, a little more tender, mm-hmm. a, little more, a little more palatable. Uh, yeah, I know. I gotta, listen, it's not, it's not inedible. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'll eat the turkey. It's not like it's it's so inedible that I, I don't want anything to do with it. It's just not yeah, yeah. it's not worthy of being the centerpiece of an entire holiday. That's all. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, make it quick because you're in rapid fire. Yeah, I'm here. on rapid fire mode. Come on, let's go. Give me turkey yeah, yeah, tips. Okay. About, about, about Zach Wilson over here, I'm looking up some stats over here. From, yeah, uh, look them up over there. And, okay, so like uh, I'm thinking he might be the second coming of Jim Plunkett. If he lands with a team oh, that will yeah, let him throw the sure. ball strictly down the field, yeah, yeah, he'll be the he'll be, he'll be the definition of Jim Plunkett. Stop. He'll be Plunkett. Plunkett two point Do you remember the game Plunkett? Did you ever play Plunkett? I think it was called Plunkett. It was a game where you would, it was like a cylinder, and you had all these like uh, 
hard plastic straws, for lack of a better term, and you would put them through, there would be holes in the cylinder, and you would put these straws all the way through the cylinder to the other side, so the cylinder was was full in the middle of all these different straws going in and out of it, and then you would dump a whole bunch of marbles in the middle of it, and then you would take, it was almost like Jenga, where you would, then you would start pulling out the straws, and the person who, who caused as many marbles to fall was the loser. Like, if you caused more marbles to fall than the other guy, you lost. I think it was called Plunkett. Pretty sure. I just like Plunkett. I gotta look that up. I think it was called Plunkett. I don't know why. But, yep. That's about, he might become a Plunkett champion. Zach Wilson, before he becomes the reincarnation and win, wins a Super Bowl with the Raiders or something. Not going to happen. Maury in Belmore. What's up, Maury? Plunkett tabletop game. Miniature Plinko game. Yeah, that's it. You're right. Yep, Plunkett. Plunkett. Let's Plunkett. Let's, uh, listen, I'll Plunkett all night long. You kidding me? All right, I know we got to do rapid fight. Three yeah. quick things. Uh, Evan. Does he, is he really a douche the way he comes off on the radio? Because he's very douchey. Really? No. Oh, Kerplunk. Kerplunk. It's not Plunkett. Oh, Kerplunk. It's Kerplunk. Oh, Damn it. Well, there is a game called Plunkett, and it looks very similar to what you said, but it's a okay. tabletop game. Um, so you're saying he isn't. He's just a cool dude. No, Evan's the man. I I, yeah. I, I, I poke fun at Evan, but I, Evan's my Evan's my guy. All right. He's a, no, he's a great He's a good dude. He's a good dude. Okay. I would never say other than that. I'm, I mess, okay. Sometimes I pick – we pick fun at each other and everything, but no, he's uh, – Evan's a okay. good. Evan's a really good dude. He's no a little. He's worried. a little. I mean, he's he is what he is. I mean, he's a a super. He's a super nerd fan. Likes the things he likes. Doesn't really care how he dresses. Yeah, doesn't all that kind of stuff. Bone. But doesn't have a sports bone in his body. No, he's 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 the most unathletic person who loves sports I've ever met in my life. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. All right, I, I'm I'm. Uh, Apologize. We got one more little break here. One more break. We'll come back, finish up the rapid fire calls right here on The Fan. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. So, you know, we, we talked about Eminem a little bit earlier. I just saw this story now, and his name gets thrown out there. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I didn't even know about this. I got to look into it. Prime Video has now just released a documentary about Barry Sanders. And I guess in it, a lot of people, including Eminem and Jeff Daniels, insinuate that quarterback Scott Mitchell is the main reason that Barry Sanders never won a Super Bowl. And Scott Scott Mitchell responded with a, a Facebook message. He said, I am so tired of hearing how I was the reason that Barry Sanders never won a Super Bowl, Mitchell said, according to the Detroit News. I'm so tired of hearing how I was not a good QB. My only response is F you all. That includes Eminem and Jeff Daniels. <laughs> uh, I guess some uh, people openly talk about how they wish they had, he wished they, he had Joe Montana or Warren Moon. A little support from the coach might have gone a long way, Mitchell added. Wayne never had my back. Bottom line, Barry Sanders had... Everything in Detroit. Everyone loved him. Everything was built for Barry to succeed. It's his 10-year career. He won one playoff game, and the only reason why he didn't win more was everyone else was the problem. How many yards did Barry have in the playoffs in 94, 95, 97? I'll give you a hint. Not very many. (laughs) 
We are all to blame for not winning a Super Bowl in Detroit, even Barry Sanders. Stop blaming me. F you all. F you, Eminem. Jeff Daniels, what do you know? You weren't there. <laughs> I'd love that. F you all. That goes for you too, Eminem. <laughs> uh, Tom in the Bronx. What's up, Tom? Hey, what's the story, pal? Uh, so, Tom Brady's making comments that he's going to be in the booth next year. Belichick's getting that in New England. Robert Kraft's a villain. Robert, you know? Robert Kraft's a villain? Yeah, they're all getting away from him. Well, I think. They're not getting away. I mean, yeah. Tom Brady moved on, and um, um, it's possible Belichick does the same thing. I don't think the perception is that um, Kraft is driving them away. Unless unless Brady, something was unless something was said that I missed, I saw Brady make comments about the game and where it stands in in today's current NFL, but I didn't I didn't see any comments about uh, Robert Kraft, who I believe he is very very close with still. It just feels like Brady in the booth is going to be a lot of wild stories, and him having the nerve to talk about quarterbacks getting hit. Yeah, I mean. Well, it wasn't even just it so was. much quarterbacks getting hurt. It was to, he was talking about the, the just the way the NFL is played, and nobody gets hit. Like he would he would purposely not throw receivers into certain places because he knew they would get hurt or hit hard. So he he would not do that in today's NFL. You it doesn't matter where you throw the ball. You don't have to worry about guys getting hit like that because they won't do it. It's illegal. It'll be a penalty. So I mean, uh, some of what he said is is accurate. I, I agree with a lot of what he said. The NFL is. You know, one, I, I think they don't practice as much. They don't play as much to start the year in particular. The quarterback is so important in today's NFL. You're constantly looking for a new franchise one, so you do have young quarterbacks. And the quarterback play in the league is kind of, you know, all over the place. The backups are terrible. The quarterbacks get injured constantly. So there, there is a, a an element of, you know, the NFL, the, the actual play on the field not being as good. I agree with that, I guess, on some level. But I think when it's played at its best, it's still similar. I don't agree with the the coaching's not as good. I mean, I think it's more about the inj- like he mentioned the the hits or whatever. Like coaches don't have to teach offensive players how to stay healthy because you don't fall into that scenario very often. Bob and Elmont, what's up, Bob? He had a good comment. You don't try and you don't try and coach against injury. You try and uh, the, the league is trying to uh, regulate it, which is 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 fair. I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. Oh, Mac is back. Now, if you go see Billy Joel two or three times. Yeah. And, right. But by the fourth or fifth show, you could go up on the stage and do the, the show with Billy. Come on. Sure. Davey's still, Davey's still in the Navy. We didn't start the fire. Hello, New York. We love New York. We love the Yankees. <laughs> Let's go, Mets. Let's go, Yankees. Let's go, Mets. Backup quarterbacks are at a premium. Yeah. Backup quarterbacks are at a premium. Ba- back- Thank you, Bob. Ba- tonight is your night, bro. Backup quarterbacks are at a premium. No question about it. That's it for me. Thank you guys for calling. Thank you guys for listening. Colton, thank you on the other side. I appreciate it. Everybody, I'll catch you guys on Monday. Have a great holiday. Have a great Thanksgiving. Don't listen to me. Enjoy your turkey. What do I know? Do you? I'm just trying to be me. That's all I can be. And believe me, I'm I'm not going to go hungry on Thanksgiving. I'm sure you're well aware of that. Insert salad joke here. Everybody... Again, enjoy the football. Let's go Jets on Friday. Let's get back into this thing. Have a great holiday. The warm-up show is next. Take care. Sports Radio 1019 FM. WFAN.